nationally syndicated media personality and author Sheila Zielinski, a.k.a. Weekend Vigilante. You're watching The Sheila Zielinski Show, the only program to bring you the truth behind the headlines, prophecy, and the deeper things of God with a focus on spiritual warfare. And now, here's Sheila. Hi, everyone, and thank you so much for tuning in to The Sheila Zielinski Show. Listen, there are just too many reasons to list why you need to become one of my patrons today. Not only do you get exclusive content, you get access to private Q&As with Sheila and friends, commercial-free content, and so much more when you become a patron member. But you know what a better reason to become a member of patron is? Because you're supporting this broadcast and its efforts to spread the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. When you partner with me, you become a part of God advancing his kingdom and in the end time harvest of souls that right there is the best reason to get behind this ministry and become one of my patrons let me be your voice in this epic end time battle become a patron today Hi, everyone, and welcome to this edition of The Sheila Zielinski Show. I want to jump right into the program because we have lots to cover. I get a lot of requests for this guest frequently. In fact, I think this is the number one guest I get asked to come on more frequently, and for good reason. It is a very good friend of mine and a wonderful friend of the program. It is the amazing Dr. Pat Holiday. We're going to get into a big topic today and a group of spirits that are ubiquitous. This probably is the number one, I believe, the number one reason the church is in such a mess that it is. So we're calling today's teaching Kundalini Serpentine Snake Spirits. So without further ado, I want to jump right into it. Dr. Pat Holiday, welcome back, Pat. It's been too long. It's great to have you back on the program ma'am well how are you doing i'm doing really good thanks for asking well it's good to hear your voice and i tell you i'm looking at your picture and you look great you look like you're going backwards <laughs> you look great thank you, you look about 15 years younger all you guys are missing it out there <laughs> oh boy <laughs> yeah well you look wonderful and i'm oh, so happy you. to be back on your show and this particular spirit this is one of the main spirits that we're dealing with in today's world it's huge in the church. What I thought was that we would open them up to understand that the spirit comes from India. And you know, in India has the strongest spiritual powers and principalities than any country in the world. And when we were in Africa, the African bishops told us that in order to be ordained as a wizard in Africa, they have to go to India, which they soul travel over there. They have to go to India and be ordained by the top wizard of India. And I said, why do you have to do that? And they said, because they have the strongest devils in the world. Mm -hmm. they're, in other words, they're above the African spirits. I was kind of shocked to hear that because we always thought it was Africa. But the Kundalini spirit has invaded our church structures in America and around the world. And, you know, Sheila, I remember when it first came through. It came through Transcendental Meditation. And the Transcendental Meditation came through Maharish back in about the 80s. And when it came into the church, it came through Transcendental Meditation. There was a little church down the street from us, Episcopal Church, and I used to go to their prayer meetings. And they told me that they were going to have uh, transcendental teachers and that they were going to sign up for the class. And I said, please don't do that because that's an occult spirit. Now, we're talking about a time when Americans knew absolutely nothing about demons. They knew nothing about witchcraft. The American church pastors knew nothing. 
they just thought you were talking about fairyland stories. They never really understood that the devil was real and that he had power. And what they would tell you is, they'd say, oh, we don't talk about the devil. We don't need to know about these things. We're Christians. And they would say, Christians cannot have demons. And yet I would go into their churches and see demons everywhere. But they couldn't see anything. So the Episcopal Church opened the door for Transcendental Meditation. Now their teacher was a lady whose father rented an office from my husband. I would see him, him every now and then. I'd say, how's your daughter? Oh, she's fine. She's fine. And one day he said, well, she's not too good. Said, you know, Pat, she just suddenly went into a canatonic trance and we couldn't get her out and we had to put her in the insane asylum. I went up and started uh, finding out what that spirit was because of that. What that spirit is, is it's a huge snake. If you saw it in the spirit realm, it looks like a cobra snake. It has the hood on it. It acts like a cobra snake. And it coils down in the bottom of their spine. And this snake spirit is one of the top spirits in the world. I think it's a principality over the entire world. It's, of course, a religious spirit. But the way it acts when it comes into America and it gets into a Christian church, it's an imitation of the Holy Spirit. And it has power. It has a lot of power. So whenever people get the baptism of the Kundalini Spirit, what happens to them is they think that they've got the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I mean, they feel fire inside of their bodies. They have supernatural gifts that come in. They have prophecies that begin to operate. They have visions. All sorts of supernatural activity begins. And a lot of these people are in the churches all over America. Of course, I was going to talk and am going to talk on yoga because I think transcendental meditation and yoga have really brought it into the church. It's very curious to me that the pastors in America would open the door for these kind of things to come through the doors, but they never would open the door for a real healing ministry or a real deliverance ministry to come through the church doors. And so what the Lord had shown us about this is that the witches had come in when the church was about 300 years old, and they had cast a spell over the minds of the leadership of the church. And that spell has never been broken until we started breaking it through our radio shows and to let the church go and to be free. And the, the Christian church has been bound all over the world because of that spell. And so the pastors trying to run the church without the supernatural anointing of the Holy Spirit and without the knowledge, the biblical knowledge and with biblical understanding of how those gifts work, the church has ended up as it is. The Bible tells us that there will be a great falling away just before the Lord returns. And so that's what we're looking at is the great massive falling away. But I saw things happening back in the 70s that, see, I wasn't raised in the Christian church, so I came in from politics, but when I came into the church, I saw things that I could not understand because I was looking at occult things. I would try to tell the pastors, this is the occult, and of course, they just rejected me, totally rejected me. There were two of us back in those days, Irene Park, the witch that switched, and she was one of the high witches in the state of Florida. In fact, she was the highest witch in the state of Florida. She found the Lord 
And of course, I was just on the edge of the occult doing automatic handwriting. So we could see that the church needed some education as far as being able to recognize occult things. The Lord has shown me the spiritual blindness that has operated in the churches over these years. And so when that occult spirit came in, transcendental meditation, it gave you all kinds of promises that they were putting out about that. Of course, transcendental meditation is a Hindu Buddhist spirit, and the way it operates is it operates with psychic devils, mind-controlling devils, hypnotic devils, and whenever you begin to follow the instructions of transcendental meditations or yoga or anything like that, what happens is you give your mind over to devils, and the devils take your mind, and then they take your spirit, and your spirit is bound down into the area of where your navel is. And that spirit, they take over your life. The person that involves themselves in that, from the time that those devils take over their spirits, they're just not there anymore. They might think they are, but they're not there anymore. So it's a very serious thing. And in Jacksonville today... I ride down the street and I see these spirits in churches everywhere with signs out, yoga classes, you know. And so, but there's no way that you can explain spiritual things to someone that doesn't have the Lord Jesus and the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I'm totally convinced of that. There's probably 99% of the churches in the world, Christian churches, that have never received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Now, in the denominational churches, of course, you what has taken that over is Rick Warren. And, of course, he was just a government agent. He used to work for Henry Kissinger in the CFR and admitted it. So he took over the parts of the churches that were not supernatural, and Wagner took over, Peter Wagner took over the Pentecostals in the supernatural vein. So you had the magicians coming in, the supernatural churches, and you had mind control coming in through the denominational churches. The church is asleep, totally asleep, and it has to be woken up. And so that's why I think that this will be a good program for the pastors to listen to, because most of them don't even know what a Kundalini spirit is, and I fully believe that. But the Kundalini spirit is that Eastern religious spirit that has taken over the Christian churches, not only in America, but around the world. And when that spirit takes over, it's a religious spirit. Now, when Dr. Sabrina and I went to Africa, we saw a lot of spirits that we had never seen before in America. One of them was this Kundalini spirit. It was amazing because most of, a lot of their spirits anyway are, are from the sea. But this particular spirit would manifest and we had never seen it before. I had never ministered to a Muslim at that time in America because they just weren't around down in the South. They, we just, I think they built a church for the first time around that time, it seems it was. But anyway, so we watched that spirit. And when that spirit would manifest, it would manifest like, a snake. It would get down on the floor and it would crawl like a snake. And one of the things that it did, it would stand up and it would put its head back in the person. It would be in the person and the person would take on the manifestations of that spirit that was controlling them, which it was the Kundalini spirit, one of them. And so it would cock its head back and it would spit at you. A cobra snake, the way it acts is 
it spits at someone just exactly the way I described that person doing. It will sit up and then it will spit, trying to spit into the eye of the person, the human being. When a real cobra snake spits into a person's eyes, it blinds them, totally blinds them. It was very interesting to see that spirit manifest, but we had never seen it before. And we'd been in the ministry of deliverance for years. The bishop told us what it was. He said, that's a kundalini spirit, and it is a cobra snake. What the churches in America were blindly opening up to was that kundalini snake that came directly out of the Eastern religions, and they came in the forms of martial arts came into the church, I remember. The yoga came in. The yoga thing is very, very big in the Christian churches today. And the Christian women will invite you to their classes and they, oh no, it's okay. The pastor says it's fine. And look at our bodies. We look so much better. We're not getting fat, you know. And they really work to get you to go into those classes that they have. So the Kundalini spirit is very powerful. And so what it has done, it has blinded the eyes of the preachers and the people that have become entrenched in yoga, martial arts. I remember martial arts coming through. I remember a group of people would come up on the television. There was about a dozen of them from memory. And the pastors would have them in their churches. They would have them come into the civic auditoriums. And all of the Christian kids would be loose to go over and watch those martial art Christians perform. And I was on the radio at the time at a, in a, that was located in a Christian church. And whenever the kids would go up, they would pick up the little pieces that the strong men made crumble and everything. And the Lord spoke to me. He said, they're not coming up to receive me, Pat. They're coming up to receive articles from the stars, you know, the Christian stars. So I've watched the church from the 70s coming into the revival. And that was a true revival that went all over the world. The Lord let me go through that revival at the time that the Lord was hot worldwide into uh, Europe and into Rome and all around and about. And you could go in a meeting over in Rome and see the same signs and wonders and miracles happening over in Rome, and they were happening. You could go up on Jacksonville Beach, where I live, and there would be a half a dozen prayer meetings up there on the beach where people had come out of the denominational churches in that time, that was the 70s, and they came out because the preachers were saying God is dead, and the churches were dying at that time. And so that's how the charismatic movement was born. God is real. He can't mix with a foreign God. Jesus stands alone. He does not stand with other gods. And if you bring another god into the church, Jesus Christ will not sit there standing with that god or whatever it is. So what I'm saying to you is I saw revival come into the church. It's the most exciting thing that you'll ever see in your life is to see people moving under the power, the real honest to God spiritual power of the Holy Ghost and seeing Jesus Christ working in bodies. I remember there was a priest that, that got saved and filled with the Holy Ghost and he was blind. He started traveling around giving his testimony that he was blind but now he could see and people would flock to his ministry and if they were blind he had the faith evidently and God would open up their eyes. There was another one that came through and God had put teeth in his mouth and as he would be preaching, God would, would demonstrate and put teeth in other people's mouths. But I'm telling you, there's a difference in the fake power 
that has come through the churches in the 80s and 90s than was in the churches before. And I think it's because of the Bibles. I think that they brought those Illuminati printed Bibles into the churches. The Illuminati back in the 80s, what they did is they printed the Bibles, they bought the publishing houses, they bought the bookstores, they bought the seminaries, and then they put uh, what they called a social gospel into the seminaries and into those bookstores. And people like me, you could not get your books published in any Christian publishing house after they bought them. So, and it's been crucified by devils of Eastern religion. It's been crucified by devils, of uh, the magical devils that came through, and mind control spirits. But this Eastern religious spirit, I think, was the main blow that hit the churches. And the people that are under that, they don't get out of it unless they have deliverance. And most of them don't believe in deliverance. People can't find a place to, to get deliverance because the churches shut down on deliverance from the 50s whenever the men came across the country healing the sick. They shut the doors to that. Few churches, some of your Pentecostal churches, your Assembly of God, your Church of God, your Pentecostal Holiness, people like that, in those days, they were formed from the revivals. However, when they started, they were casting out devils, but pretty soon they closed the door to casting out devils. And unfortunately, it would rise up and then it would shut down. And it w- I'm talking about the power of God. It would rise up and then it would shut down. The Kundalini spirit, when it came in, I recognized it because I had played around on the edge of the occult with automatic handwriting. I never got real deep in it before the Lord saved me and pulled me out of it. But I got deep enough in it to tell you that the devil is real and the devil is connected to every occult spirit. And they come in and you don't really know that they're vicious when they make contact with you. They come to you as your friend. And of course, coming out of politics, I didn't know anything at all about religion or the devils and things like that. And when I lost the state legislature, I just thought, well, you know, these books were coming out. They, They used to be forbidden in America, by the way. And they started coming out just about that time through Gene Dixon and Ruth Montgomery. And they were being received on the talk shows. There were three or four talk shows like Donahue and Mike Douglas. And so they would have them on their television shows. So they started publishing their books and they were coming out into the drugstores. So I started reading the uh, automatic handwriting and that's how I got pulled into the occult. Folks, stay tuned. We'll be right back after these messages. Folks, one of the biggest things that I get asked is, oh, I wish I could attend something that has a move of the Holy Ghost, something powerful that is life-changing. Well, guess what? I've got the answer to your prayers because my good friends over there at The Appearance Ministries, Augusto Perez, is having a very powerful event coming up June 14th, 15th, and 16th at Christ Central Church in McAlpin, Florida. The information is on your screen. The Appearance Ministries ministry presents show me your glory event folks this is going to be an incredible three-day event if you are looking for a life-changing powerful move of the holy spirit get out to this event for more information go to the announcements tab at theappearance.com that's theappearance.com folks get out to this you will never be the same. This isn't a conference. This is a manifestation of his presence. You're watching the Sheila Zelensky show. The devils that were coming to me, they came into my room one night 
my kids were three and four years old and they were sitting at the foot of the bed watching television they told me that they said your your children are going to fall over and they're going to go to sleep but don't be afraid because we are the ones that are here and i had been writing to one spirit and i said who is we and they said we are these spirits and they said we have come to possess you and when they said those words fear came over me from my head all the way down to my feet just absolute fear so i said i don't want you to possess me they said we are going to possess you and make you a world-renowned psychic i said i don't want to be a world-renowned psychic i don't want this i said is there a devil and they said yes And I thought in my mind, if there's a devil, there's a God. And so I called out and I said, God, if there's a devil, there's got to be a God. If you'll protect me from this, I'll serve you for the rest of my life. And a sweet smell came into the room and God protected me. All weekend long, he said, Pat, you need to go back to that group that you talked to on the beach when you were running for the legislature. So that Monday, I went back and it was a little interdenominational group. They led me to the Lord after the prayer meeting. But then she had a lending library. And I said, can I take some of those books home too? And she said, sure. So I took a whole armful because I used to read read a book a day the first book I read was on salvation and I got down by on my knees and asked Jesus to save me and step by step the Lord led me into the baptism of the Holy Spirit now back in those days there were no deliverance ministries at all none not one and after I got saved maybe a year Derek Prince started coming through, but Derek Prince was the first deliverance ministry that came through, and the churches all closed their doors to Derek Prince. Things were very strange to me, and I never figured out about the churches, why they were doing those things, but one thing I knew was that Jesus Christ was real. And so I just said, Jesus, I said, there's nowhere for me to go. I said, I know the devil's real. I said, I don't know about these people that call themselves Christians, but I know you're real. So I'm just going to trust you. And I trusted him. And that's how I've made it all of these years, because of the fact that the church was just totally walking in a lot of darkness. But you see, the Eastern religious spirit came through those doors, I would say, in the late 70s. But this Kundalini spirit is huge in Christianity. And I have teachings that I've written, books on it, on how they came in and what they're doing, and they're still working. And they're very, very powerful. Sheila, in the West, because of the lack of knowledge concerning spiritual things, a lot of people have been hurt by devils. And whenever a devil comes in, he begins to destroy your body. He begins to destroy your mind. And this man whose daughter was running the transcendental meditation in this Episcopal church, I never found out whether she got out of the mental institution or not. But what happens to a person in any India or any other country that practices Buddhism, what happens to a person like that is this Kundalini spirit comes in and it nestles down into the base of your spine. It hooks its tail around your tailbone. And when we first began to try to cast that out many years ago, we didn't know what it was. We knew it was a spirit, but it would take us hours sometimes to get that particular spirit out of the person. Now it takes us seconds to get a person free from the Kundalini spirit because the Lord just told us to cut its head off and cut its tail off and it'll just 
slide right out. The reason is, is because when we used to try to cast it out, it would put its tail around the bone of the person, the tailbone, and hang on. And if you got it loose from the tailbone, then it would go up the chakras, the back. And then when it got to the neck, it would fan its hood out and it would get stuck up in the throat. And then you'd have another long, long time trying to get that out. So the Lord said, just cut the tail off and cut the head off and it'll come out, which it does, by the way. But uh, when we went over to the bishop in the churches in Africa, it would manifest, as I've previously told you, and it would look like a snake. Well, it got so over in America, people started coming through our ministry from the churches, and people would fall down on the floor and start crawling around like snakes. And it was because the Christian church pastored had let this yoga and this transcendental and the Eastern martial arts and all of this stuff into their churches. And you see, American people don't know how to handle the demons. So what the preachers would do when their people started manifesting demonically, they would send them to psychologists, psychiatrists, or they would send them to some local woman that says, I have an inner healing ministry, and they would practice psychology on the person because that's what the inner healing ministry was. It wasn't a deliverance ministry. So American Christians have found very little deliverance over these decades and over these ages. Whenever I met Shannon Davis, Shannon Davis came to Jacksonville. He came He said, I wanted to meet you because I've read your book, Be Free. And he says, I'm looking for deliverance ministries. And so he introduced me to Keltner. Shannon Davis and I, probably around 10 years ago, were the first people that ever were on the Internet that cast out devils. Now, all of these years that I've been studying and casting out devils, there was no such thing as an internet. I bought my son the first computer that they put on the market, you know, to sell to people. So we used to have to go and study. Uh, Whenever new things came into our prayer meetings, we would have to go in the Bible and pray and study, and the Lord would show us what to do. And that's where a lot of the uh, deliverance manuals that I've done came from, and that's where a lot of the spiritual warfare, I probably wrote the first spiritual warfare book in this country. The first deliverance manual, it was a little book, it was called Pigs in the Parlor, was written by Hammond, and he's still around alive, I hear. But there was nothing about this, nothing, absolutely nothing about deliverance. Now, I've written 146 books over my ministerial life. The things that I've done have been taught to me by the Lord plus the Word of God. But today, people don't study. Most people don't read books anymore, and most people don't even read the Bible anymore. So what you're dealing with as a minister trying to get the message across on the Internet that deliverance is real is a very few pastors, very few pastors, and a very few people that really even know that there's such a thing as the deliverance ministry. So it's still in its pioneer days, although it started coming forth back in the 80s, I would say, with Derek Prince. Derek Prince brought Lester Summerall came through and just a handful, just a very handful And the way it happened with me was that Richard Vineyard came through, and he was a deliverance minister from the uh, revival of the 50s. 
And he was 80-some-odd years old when he came to Jacksonville. And he told the pastor, he said, the Lord sent me here for a reason, and I can't leave until he tells me to leave. And I was sitting in the congregation, and the Lord spoke to me and said, you are the reason. Well, I never told anyone because I didn't want to, people to think that I thought I was some kind of a special individual. But now I know that's true. The truth is, is the deliverance ministry and kundalini spirits and what they do and how they operate, the deliverance ministries, they're mysteries because most of your pastors have been shut down to even believe that a demon has any right to touch a Christian. Well, if a Christian goes out and sins, the demon has a right to touch a Christian. And I've cast out most of the demons over my lifetime of being a Christian since the 70s have been with Christians and the churches filled with demons. And the reason it's filled with demons is because the pastors just shut their minds down. They never went and asked the Lord. They never studied it through the Word of God. And witchcraft and demonology is prevalent in the Old Testament as well as the New Testament. You can be blinded from seeing things that the devil wants you to see. If you sin, if you do a sexual sin, let's put it this blunt, a devil's going to come into you. If you commit adultery, a devil's going to come into you. And the Bible says, don't even look upon a woman with lust, or you have committed the sin. There's so many open doors that Christians suffer, and particularly in our day and time with the movies and the televisions and the demonic games and Disney World. You wrote a book on Disney World. It's one of the best books that I've seen explaining what's wrong. Don't take your kids to Disney World. Well, just about every Christian I know takes their kids to Disney World. At the same time, they open it up for a gay day. So the kids are over in Disney World with the people that are gay, that are homosexual. What's going on? They get pushed right into that sin, and they begin to think, there's nothing wrong with that. And the next thing you know, your your daughter comes home, says, Mom, I'm a lesbian. I have to do this. I've had many of them to do this over the years. I have to try this, Mom. And the mama's praying and praying. The daughter doesn't come back so simply because they get deep in sin very, very quickly. And when they get in sin, there's no help for them in the churches. There's the help that they have. The little tiny bit of help that they have is up on the Internet. Now, pastors can change if they will go on a fast and if they will get before the Lord and just say, Lord, I blew it. Please forgive me. Show me what to do. If they will just repent for the sins that they've committed and ask the Lord, the Lord will turn them around. I've seen him do it. I can't tell you that I know any deliverance ministries in our town that cast out devils. I can't tell you of one, but I can tell you that our town is filled with ministers that have been polluted by the Kundalini spirit. They've been polluted by the spirit of magic through the ones that were opening up stargates and the wormholes. I can tell you that those people have come right into this town and worked their magic right in the churches. I can tell you that the mind control people, and they came in the biggest churches in town. They developed systems in the town where they had gatekeepers and the pastors are preaching. God doesn't work in little churches anymore. He only works in big churches and you have to come through the gatekeeper or you have to come through us and us were all polluted. And so the church was systematically taken over 
church by church, city by city, state by state, by Satan's agents. And there's no question about it. I watched it happen. I've written books on it. So the when the Kundalini spirit hit, I was a baby Christian at that time, and I was so amazed that they could not see that that was an occult spirit coming through the churches. Many of them preach that baptism of the Holy Spirit is of the devil, and if you speak in tongues, it's of the devil. They are blaspheming the Holy Ghost. The baptism of the Holy Spirit is clearly shown in the book of Acts five times, and it's clearly shown and taught over in 1 Corinthians chapter 12 through 14. And there's a scripture over in 14 that says, Forbid not to speak in tongues. And there's a scripture that says, I speak in tongues more than any of you, Paul said. He said, I speak in tongues of angels. There's so much about, there's a whole chapter about speaking in tongues. And yet 99% of your Christian churches do not speak in tongues because of the infiltration of the doctrines of devils and false prophets being sent through those doors and the pastors being totally spiritually blinded so that they cannot see. Now, what God showed us was, Sheila, that there's going to be one of the greatest harvests that the world has ever seen is shown in the second book of Joel and the second book of uh, Acts. That's where you get the information on the latter revival. And it shows the power of the devil in the churches in both of those scriptures. And it is the warfare that you see in both of those those uh, passages are coming against God's people from Satan himself through what is known as Joel's army. Joel's army is not about the army of God. It's about the army of the devil in the end times. And so what I'm saying to you is we're right at the end times, right at the gate before the Lord returns. And I would say uh, probably, and I really believe it's this big, I would say about 90% or more of the church, Christian churches have gone. I don't believe that every pastor has gone over to the other side, but I believe 90% or more because of a lack of knowledge. And the lack of knowledge is a lack of knowing who Jesus Christ is, submitting themselves to Jesus, and asking him to baptize them in the Holy Spirit with fire, as Joel says, the Holy Spirit's going to come in the last great revival with fire in his wings. I believe that's why they fell away. I believe a lot of them will come back in the last great quick revival that we're going to see. It's going to be the biggest revival that you've ever seen. And I believe that a lot of people are going to miss it when all they have to do is to ask Jesus to show them. Say, Jesus, I love you. You know that I love you. Please forgive me. Show me if what that lady is saying is true and get you a Bible and submit your life to Jesus like you never did before and read the King James Version of the Bible and he'll show you these things. The latter rain, and this is not the movement that is a phony movement in America. The latter rain is shown in the Bible and it's shown in the Old Testament and the New Testament. It says the latter rain will be greater than the former. And the former reign is shown in the book of Acts when Jesus Christ established the Christian church on his power and upon the anointing of the Holy Spirit and on his power to heal the sick, to cast out devils, to prophesy the gifts of the Holy Spirit that are shown in the Bible, not the gifts of Satan that flow very freely throughout the various church systems in the world. The Kundalini spirit leads the pack. That is the serpentine spirit. The first time you see him is over 
in the book of Genesis when he comes to Eve and he doesn't come and have sex with Eve. Eve had those two kids, Cain and Abel, by Adam. And it shows it in the fourth verse. And it says, Eve knew her husband Adam and had sons, Cain and Abel. And the people that read these things, misinterpreting these Bibles, God is very upset about some of this stuff. And he's calling for every Christian to repent. We all have to repent and say, God, we've lost our way. Show us what you want us to do. And you know the doors open. And I believe that women, particularly women, because Joel chapter 2 and Acts 2 says that women shall preach. And in the New Testament, women preached, and women preached with Paul. He devoted the whole chapter 12 of Romans to women. For helping him, he says, Juna is an apostle. And we see Priscilla and Aquila, and they are carrying the gospel. But the people say, I want to hear Priscilla preach. They don't want to hear him preach. She was a better preacher. So all of this stuff that they've put on the backs of women, I'm going to tell you something. God says that women are going to preach. Women are going to preach. And they're going to be lots of them. It's not going to be just me and just you. There's going to be a lot of preacher women, but they must get under the tutelage of Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit and the Word of God and total obedience to the Lord. And we're going to see the greatest revival the world has ever seen. I believe that. The Lord has shown me that for many, many years. He has shown me these things. Folks, stay tuned. We'll be right back after these messages. Do you want a more powerful and successful prayer life? Would you like to see results? God intended you to have victory. So then why does it seem like your prayers seem to go unanswered? Could it be that a key element of praying powerfully is being left out altogether? Discover the one thing the enemy does not want you to know that can make all the difference. This is a practical and easy to use, powerful book where we lay out a powerful blueprint for real results. You can step into that powerful place of authority and begin to experience the outcome that you've been waiting for. No matter what is going on in your life, you have the power to change things through prayer. And do you know prayer is different than warfare? It is time to step out now in power and achieve results. Get your copy of Power Prayers today. It's warfare that works. Find it on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and get it brought into your local Christian bookstore. It's warfare that works. You're watching The Sheila Zielinski Show. The Kundalini spirit, it's a powerful spirit. But I'll tell you, I've never seen a spirit that's more powerful than Jesus. And that's why they have to get into the Word of God, and they have to study the Word because of the fact that you can see a picture of Jesus in a red robe and a white robe, and you can see him walking on the water, but that picture is not going to give you one bit of faith. Faith comes by hearing the Word of God. And if you don't get in the Word, you're not going to have any faith. You can't have faith just by hearing people's testimonies. Because whenever the powers of darkness hit you, you've got to know somebody that you can trust that has enough power to get those powers of darkness off of you. And the name of Jesus is above every name and every knee shall bow. And every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Whenever I was ministering before anybody ever knew me, and God used me, by the way, to uncover the reality of the occult and Satanism. I probably wrote the first book on Satanism, Solitary Satan. Whenever he showed me these things, I remember getting an invitation to go to Miami Beach to, to minister. Satanism was just beginning to come forth. came forth in 1966 when Anton LaVey opened the first Church of Satan in America and became a tax-exempt corporation. 
And as I walked up to the church, I remember that all the people were standing out on the sidewalk. And I said, what What are y'all standing out here for? They said, oh, a Satanist came in. He has a black robe on. And we were scared, so we came out here. I said, look, there's nothing I like better than an Elijah experience. Let's go. And I took him in the church. The first person in the line was that Satanist. And they were all on the edge of their seat getting ready to run out of the church. And I said, what would you have Jesus to do for you? He said, I didn't come here for Jesus. He said, I came here to test your powers. I said, well, son, I don't have any powers. And his eyes glistened. I said, but I know somebody that does. I said, the Bible says, at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. I command you to bow your knees to the name of Jesus. And he fell to his knees instantly. And the church got up on their feet and they were shouting and screaming to the top of their voice, Hallelujah. That man looked out, his face was as white as snow, and he jumped up and ran out of the church. That's the way churches are supposed to be. But that's not the way they have ever been. But that's the way they can be. And we saw things in Africa with Christian churches where you would walk into those churches that had the anointing and the power like that in them, and you felt like you were walking on a cloud in heaven. They were praising the Lord with all of their might. There would be sometimes 35, 40 witches would come into the church to test your power to see if you belonged to Jesus or if they had more power. We saw a woman from Jacksonville return in a coffin from Africa that was one of the top Christian praise leaders in this town. And I'm going to tell you something. They came and ran from Pat Holliday and Dr. Sabrina. They never, ever, ever did anything to us because they knew that we had the goods. And the goods is Jesus Christ, and he's the only way back to the kingdom. And he's the only one that has more power than all of the demons in the world. And so the Kundalini spirit is very, very powerful, and the preachers do not know how to handle it, and most of them have this spirit right in their vessels, and they never call for deliverance, they never seek God about this, and that's why the Christian church has died. God is going to bring back the church, and the church is people. The church is made up of you and me and anyone that pronounces the name of Jesus and sells out to Jesus and ask him to guide their life and know him personally. That's the church. We used to call it the mystical church of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's the church. And if you're out there and you have never known Jesus Christ, you need to come and ask him to forgive you. Because Jesus Christ is Lord. And the Bible says in John chapter 1 that Jesus made the world. He spoke the world into existence. It says he came in the flesh and he came to save that which is lost. And anyone in this world that has never asked Jesus Christ to come into their heart and forgive them of their sins is lost. So you need to look at your life and say a simple little prayer. And that simple prayer is, Lord Jesus, I'm a sinner. Would you please forgive me? And I ask you to come into my heart and I give my life to you. And when you do that, get yourself a King James Version of the Bible. Get it on tape. Play it in your house. And get deliverance because you need deliverance. Sheila, you said, did you want to do any deliverance tonight? I don't know what time. Yes, ma'am. Let's do that. Take it away. Okay. Whatever you've done over your life, whether you've done yoga, if you've done uh, transcendental meditation, martial arts, whatever it is, there's demons in you. And these demons are there to take your soul to hell. And some of those demons would be Eastern religion, this spirit that we just talked about. 
about kundalini, which is a spirit that pretends to be the Holy Spirit, but it's the unholy spirit, which is occult spirits, supernatural powers. Uh, there will be evil spirits, blood sacrifice spirits, hex spirits. All kinds of devils have come to lodge in you, and they pretend to be your friend. So what I want you to do is I want you to say, Jesus, I thank you that you're my Savior, and I thank you that I've asked you to be my Lord and my Savior, but I ask you to cast these devils out of me today. And in the name of Jesus, we take authority over all of the unclean spirits, those spirits that I have named, and all of the unclean spirits that have come to take over my life. The religious spirits, in Jesus' name, I do not belong to you. I renounce anything that I've done, any place that I've gone, that I've picked up these religious spirits. And one of the key spirits spirits that's connected with this kundalini spirit is the python spirit and that spirit comes from listening to false prophets and false prophetesses lord jesus i don't want to hear anything from anyone but you and in the name of jesus i repent for going places and listening to messages that you haven't told me to listen to so would you please deliver me from the kundalini spirit all of the spirits that are connected to that spirit we cut both of those snakes heads off the python spirit connected to apollyon delphi all of these spirits that have come to crush my wealth to crush my health to crush my children, to crush my husband. I cut their tails off. I cut their heads off. And in the name of Jesus, I command those spirits to come up and out. All the serpentine spirits that have come to live inside your belly, the viper spirits, I cut their heads and tails off. And I command them to come up. Just take a deep cough and cough them out. And they'll go into a cage. And when they go into the cage, we just send them to the feet of Jesus. Father God, we thank you in Jesus' name. Every one of them, come up and we command those chakras to go. Just call from the belly, call from the belly. We command the chakras right now to close that are open for these strange spirits. And Father God, we bind all of the soothsaying spirits. Every spirit that has ever prophesied over me that wasn't of you, I renounce it in the name of Jesus. And I only want my future told by you, Lord. Any fortune tellers or anything that I've done like that, I ask you to forgive me in Jesus' name. Satan, you are totally defeated today, and I command everything named, everything not named, to come up and leave instantly. Come out of the mind. Loose that mind. I command that spirit of fear. I close that third eye. I command that spirit of the third eye to leave. I command that occult spirit, that witchcraft power. I command that subconscious mind that's filled with mind control spirits. Come out right now, all of you. Just come out. You cannot stay. And every spirit that has come and lodged in these bodies has to leave. Every one of you. We bind all the magical spirits in the name of Jesus. We come against all the Eastern gods and goddesses. We bind up all of the rites, the magical rites, the witchcraft, sacrifices of blood. Every ungodly thing that has taken dominion. We bind up all of your family spirits ten generations back, ten generations forward. We command those spirits to come out right now. Everything that hinders your Christian life, we command them to go. All those manifestations of meditations, hypnotic spirits, psychic spirits, every ungodly thing that has come to put a barrier between you and your Lord. I break the barriers down. I break all blood 
blocking spirits that would keep you from getting deliverance today. Now, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Jesus is the baptizer. And we ask you, Lord Jesus, that you will baptize every single person that's listening. And just say, Lord Jesus, I love you. I ask you to give me the power of the Holy Spirit and baptize me with fire. And I ask you, God, to give me my gift of tongues. And I give you praise and glory, God, here today that I belong to you and every devil to get out of my house. I bind every devil over my living relatives. And in the name of Jesus, I renounce every ungodly thing that I've ever done. Forgive me for all strange sexual things that I did before I got saved. And I command all of those sex devils to come out and go into the cage. And I thank Thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving me and filling me with the Holy Spirit. Now just open up your mouth and just let your new gift of holy tongues come in Jesus' name. We give you praise and glory, God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Very powerful stuff, Dr. Pat. Incredible deliverance. Folks, we want to hear testimonies. Get in touch with us. Dr. Pat Holiday's information is up on your screen right in front of you. Do reach out to Pat and let her know that you heard her on the program. That's important, folks. The website is Miracle Internet Church, all one word dot com. That's Miracle Internet Church dot com. Pat, thank you so much for your time in coming on the program today. You're welcome. God bless you. Thanks, Pat. Folks, that was Dr. Pat Holiday, Miracle Internet Church is a website. Again, reach out to her and let her know you heard on the program and go check out her books on Amazon. Just do a search on Dr. Pat Holiday. Boy, she's written some incredible books. And folks, we are completely out of time. We'll see you real soon. Good night and God bless. Hey folks, listen, do you know how vitally important it is that you subscribe, like, and share these videos? Because when you take that simple action, you're helping to boost the show's algorithms. You know what they're doing out there on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. They use AI to monitor and distribute content. So when you do share, like, and subscribe, it helps the show appear in more people's news feeds. And that is important with all this Stasi censorship, isn't it? So by liking and sharing, you're actually taking part, spreading the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ, equipping the saints. You're part of that. You become part of the harvesting of souls for God's eternal kingdom. So please, again, take a moment to spread the good news of Jesus Christ. Like, share, and subscribe.